Welcome to Dystopian Worlds. This is a podcast where 8th graders tell us about their dystopian novel. Let's start with Taja and Shara reading Renegades and Shattermane. Welcome to our podcast with your hosts Taja and Shara. Today we are going to talk about dystopian society and how it affects humanity. Well, in my book, Renegades, which was written by Marissa Meyer, and she has the number one New York Times and USA Today best-selling Lunar Chronicle series, it is about the people, how people of Gallatin City are left in a city of robbers, horrible conditions, and no law enforcement. But all thing, all that is left is the Renegades to help save humanity. And I'm glad that the society has the Renegades to look out for them. What about your book, Tajay? Well, Shara, my book is Shatter Me by Tahara Mafi. And in this book, um, the rules have altered where they cannot express themselves or their culture. You can only have one main culture and there is a large abundance of war and destruction. The main character is struggling very bad and she's very confused because secrets are in one Unwinding. Can you tell me a little bit more about it, if you don't mind? Um, well, as an office girl, she has strange powers that, where she can harm somebody with her hands. And she was always trapped in this asylum, and she's always been struggling. But the thing is, then some evil man took her out of the place, and now she's gr- basically being tortured. Well, I can't imagine living in a society where you can only have one culture. How would you feel? Well, I would feel terrible, and I would feel like everything is just, like, breaking down on me. So, back to your book, Shara. How can you relate to the society? Well, I feel like sometimes when you live in, like, I can relate to Nova. Like, when you look up to somebody, and then they do something that can hurt you. I understand her pain because, like, the Renegades, when she was a young child, she wanted the Renegades to come help her and save her family. But it was too late, and her family was killed except her. And, you know, when you put some trust in somebody and they don't do, like, they don't save you, they're not there for you, then you get, you get to that point where you're like, what's the point of this? If you grow a hatred. Well, not a hatred, but you dislike you. Well, I can see your point. So, like, do you agree with any of the rules in your dystopian society? I mean, I think the rules are okay. I mean, the Renegades, I do enjoy that they have superheroes to protect society because for one thing there's no law enforcement in their society in the whole world you know sometimes it's like with the fight to survive and it's every basically everybody themselves well in my book i feel like i more disagree with the new rules and laws because i feel like they're unfair and the fact that they're limiting their culture is kind of wrong they also have destroyed the earth instead of rebuilding it because in my book um the leaders, they promised they would reestablish everything, but instead they ended up destroying everything. It was pretty harsh, and I kind of know how she feels when somebody promises you something, and then it ends up like being a liar, breaking you down, so I kind of understand where she's going. I definitely understand where you So one question for me is, this might not be based off your main book, but like, how do you feel about your dystopian world, and like, would you live in your book? Well... I probably wouldn't want to live in a society where you can get robbed easily and there's no law enforcement because anything goes. If you get beaten up, you can't go to the police and like have them like try to find a person and lock them up in jail because it's not, it's basically everybody for themselves. I don't think I want to live in a society like that. If I was, I mean, if I was like somebody with superpowers, then yes, 
What about yours? Well, in mine, I would definitely would not want to live in mine because of how things are. Because you're basically being controlled your whole life. Like, all like holidays and all anything you to celebrate or any like nice fun stuff you used to do was all taken away. Now you're controlled by everyone. And then you have no sense of freedom. So basically, it's kind of not the best place to be, especially with all the destruction going on. So I personally would not want to live in my place, unless everything was fixed in the end, but so far, nothing has been talked like that. So I would just want to stay where I really am. Well, do you think, do you think many teenagers find dystopian novels enjoyable? I personally think they do find it enjoyable because it's kind of interesting and it like gets their attention and the truth and it intrigues them. So basically I feel like most teens would read dystopian novels because of how and how it echoes like their life struggles. What do you think about it? Well, for one thing, I can say I didn't realize this, but I guess a lot of teens do read dystopian novels because it's something that they can relate to. You know, society is like society treats certain people differently, you have to follow certain rules, you have to look a certain way, and it's like, excuse me, it's, you know, you have some people in the books that they want to break those rules and don't want to be that way, which is something that a lot of people can relate to, so I can see why most of the time you see somebody reading a dystopian novel. Well, thank you for tuning in to Dystopian Worlds. We're your hosts, Tajay and Shara. See you guys next time. <laughs> Now let's hear from Paige and Julian reading The Blue Screens and The Hunger Games. Hey guys, it's Paige. And Julian. This week I read the book The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. And I read Blue Screens by Dan Wells. We're going to discuss some unique rules slash laws in our dystopian society. And if we agree or disagree with them, Paige, would you like to say yours? Okay, so the only rule that really has occurred so far is if your name gets called, you have to be a volunteer. Like, there's no denying it. That's interesting. But uh, one of my rules, slash laws, is you have to have this thing called a dingy in your head because it allows you to check your ID and others. Also, to connect to a virtual video game, which they are in a lot. So is your book about, like... Being in a virtual, like, video game? Yeah. So it's like VR? Yeah, it's like, yeah, VR, based, basically just virtual video games. What character do you relate to the most in your in your book? Um, I know this is going to sound cheesy, but I think that it's Katniss, just because she really doesn't care what other people think, and she knows who she is, and she's brave, yeah. and she sacrifices herself for people that she loves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's just one girl named Marissa, and she has problems with everything, and she's very, like, self-controlling, and she beats up herself a lot, Yeah. and she don't like to listen to people and do what she wants. So she's like a baddie? Basically. So is that your character so far? Is uh, that your favorite character? Yeah, that's my favorite character right now, so far, because it's really uh, mainly about her. And her friends, so. Um, what situation do you relate to in the book? I relate to when they was, um, when they was in this, um, they was in a practice for a tournament in their video game. And I was like, dang, 
because me and my friends, we like, you know, we play video games and we practice a lot and try to get better at it. That's kind of cool that it just like takes place in a video game. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of hard to imagine, but like also it's pretty sick if yeah. you. Yeah, that is dope. Yeah, it is. It really is. Like walking outside and it's just like. Just there. If you're in a real, game. You're in a game. But uh, what is one rule in your book? One rule? What do you mean by that? Like, instead of like how you said when they call your name, what is like one that they must follow in like when they're fighting? When they're fighting, um, they're not allowed to kill themselves. Dang. Yeah. There's a lot of death in the book, and there's because the book is about like a battle, but. During the battle, the only way that you can die is from, like, sickness um, or if somebody kills you. Because mine, I feel like, is it's real life taken to, like, the next level. Like, it's a different type of war, you know? Because, like, we have war in real life, but it's not, like, kids going, yeah, kids going into the war fighting for themselves and stuff. So, uh, what was your favorite part of the book? I think that when Katniss had to sacrifice herself instead of her little sister going into the war, she chose herself because it was a really intense scene. Yeah. And it was like a lot of pressure on her and a lot was going on. There's like a lot of yelling. It was a super poor community. Yeah. But there's this scene where um, there's this food coming down, but it was actually bombs. And so they were like trying to catch all the food that was falling down from the government. Dang. But it was just bombs, and so like it started blowing up the whole town, and like a lot of people died. So it was like a pretty intense scene. Well, thank you for listening to Dystopian Worlds. All right, Hannah's, tell us about Insurgent and the Hunger Games. Welcome to Dystopian Worlds. I'm Hannah. I'm also Hannah. And today our episode is about the laws and rules of our dystopian books and whether or not we agree or disagree with them. My book is Insurgent by Veronica Roth. I like that last name. It does sound like Broth. Yeah, it does sound like Broth. And mine is The Hunger Games by Susan Collins. What I've noticed in the book is that one of the rules was that every year, 12 to 18 year olds have to put, not names, it's like they have to write their names in a lottery. And then they get chosen out of this giant bowl. And if you get chosen, you have to go and fight like these other kids to win for your district because they all have different districts. And I know it, it's insane, you know, kids. That's awful, but you have to go to these buildings, kinda, and then you gotta train and then you gotta fight this arena and stuff. I haven't gotten there yet, but I will. I will. And I'm sure it's very scary, and I totally disagree. I don't think you should send your 12 to 18 year old out there to kill each other. And then for them to not come back, you know, because you just lost. Some of them not come back. That yeah, that's horrible. But if you do win out of these entire thing, you come back home with I think it's money and uh, food or something, supplies for the rest of the um, district, or maybe it's your family. But so, who is the main uh, character in the book? Um, her name is Katniss. Uh, I think it's everything. She gets chosen. She well, she didn't get. She didn't choose. She more volunteered for her sister because she's really young and she got chosen. And she was like, nah, you know. <laughs> what happens in the beginning of your book? 
the beginning, well, let's, let's go, let's go back. So, okay, it talks about how she, well, okay, so she woke up in, and in her bed, and they're, they're poor, their father died in a mine, it was like a mine explosion. I know, isn't that awful? That's so bad. That's horrible. No, it, it really is. I would want that to happen. So her mother went through this deep depression, so Katniss had to do, like, everything for herself and her family. Because her sister's younger. She's, like, 16. So she goes and hunts out with um, her friend, Gail. And they just hunt and get food. And they sell what they can on this, like, black market thing called the Hob. I think it's called that, the Hob. Yeah, it, it's kind of like where her father showed her. And so she knows how to use the bow and arrow my story is about these these people that are the dauntlesses yeah they go and um in the beginning of the book they go and they're going to try and find somewhere to like stay because they're like they left their community that they were yeah. in yeah and um so one of the people i i'm gonna guess that it's a girl mm -hmm. Might not be. <laughs> Don't know. We're not judging. But, um, so I think it's a girl, and she she shot one of these dudes. Mm -hmm. That's in it. I forgot his name, but he um he was like sneaking into the Dauntless uh, oh community, gosh. and he's in a different community that they are that they go to end up going to. Yeah, yeah. And Marcus is his name. Ooh. So they go and she shoots him in the arm. Oh my! And then there's this other dude that has a weird name. I can't pronounce it. Yeah. And so they go and they jump out of it, this like trailer car, and they go and find Marcus knows like where his original community is, and so they go there, and in there is what I think that that's the first um. The first rule. Yeah. But this girl named Joanna says, I'll send it for a doctor for because Marcus got shot. Yeah. Got shot and everything. And then I can grant you per, all permission permission to stay the night. But tomorrow the whole community has to vote on if they're able to stay or not. Whoa, that's kind of freaky. Yeah. So they could end up getting kicked out. They don't get kicked out, though. But then the girl... Like, I'm gonna guess that she's the main character because she's basically telling the story. Oh, so like the narrator? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And she um, goes and starts to fight Marcus because he goes and takes this flash drive that her and this other dude, that weird dude, <laughs> yeah. that he, um, her and him got from somewhere. I'm gonna guess that it was a, the Dauntless community, mm -hmm. but so they got the. He stole the flash drive, flash drive, and she fought him, basically, to get it back. And then he didn't get in trouble, but she got, like, drugged or something by these two, like, this younger dude and then this older dude. Oh, really? So, wait, do you, okay, so do you disagree or agree with the laws? I, like, like, I agree and disagree because it's not right for them all to have to vote on if yeah. they can stay and everything. But they are from a different community, so it's like I agree with it because they are from a completely different community, and they don't like, yeah. agree with some of the rules that are there. I will have to. It's, it's kind of reminding me of like whenever you're saying communities, and I'm thinking like families, like homes, you know, and like someone comes in your home, and you're like, 
I don't know if we should add him to the family or not, if they need help. Like, so I, I, I guess I kind of understand where you're coming from. So, um, these kids, can they leave freely? Like, can they just, like, leave their community thing? Or they have to, like, follow something? Like, once again, I didn't read the first one, so yeah, it, yeah. like, left me on... I don't know, like, where it started or anything, but yeah. it's... Uh, I'm gonna guess that they like snuck out somehow yeah. and just like got lost mm -hmm. and then just followed Marcus to this train and then they jumped off and everything. Well, yeah, that would make sense if you're trying to like escape this community, which yeah. we don't know if it's bad or not. Yeah. So maybe we'll have to read the first one, you know? Yeah. Um, do you know why they left or is that still in the first book? That be in the first book, uh, too. Okay, okay. You know what? I mean,. We just gotta read the first one. Maybe we look it up and be like, what's going on? Yeah. Okay, well, that was the end of this episode of Dystopian World with Hannah and Hannah. Stay, Stay tuned, tuned for the next episode. episode. <laughs> Dalton and Kushal, tell us about Fahrenheit 451 and The Giver. Welcome to episode of Dystopian World. Today we're talking about Fahrenheit 451 and The Giver. Uh, my name is Kushal, and I'll talk about The Giver. This is a great book. I really, I loved it. It was pretty messed up in some places, like when the main character's dad killed a baby, and like that, that was really messed up. Uh, my name's Dalton, and I'm reading Fahrenheit 451. It's not my favorite book, but I mean, it's still pretty good. Yeah, so describe the book to me, like, um, is your book any good? Well, it describes a dark place, mainly just, it's a very dull place as well. It's not a great place. I mean, they ba they put a movie about it, so it must be good enough to get a movie, you know? A movie? Yeah, there's a movie about it, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but, you know. Well, the movie made around a lot of money. It, it was released in 2018, but it's, an, it's, a, it's a novel. It's a bad book because it burns books, and one of the books that is burned is the Bible, which is... Oh, that's not good. That's like Nazism right here. So, what's the main story about your book? Okay, so my book... What's well, the main point? So, my, uh, well, let me talk about my book first. The Giver, it's, it was made by Lois Lowry. Uh, she was born in Hawaii, how tropical, and she's a middle child of three. Her father was a military officer, which caused family to move to Pennsylvania later to Japan, how exotic. She knew that as, when she was a very young age, as a preschooler, that she wanted to become a writer. And her high school year prediction read, future novelist. And in her face, she went to Brown University, married, raised four children, and graduated from the University of Maine before her career as writer took hold. She has won two Newbery medals, which is really prestigious. In The Giver, um, a boy named Jonas, that's his name, Jonas, he uh, gets selected to become a giver, which is what in their society. A giver holds all the memories of the past instead of all the community holding uh, holding memories because memories seem to cause her distraught among the people. Oh, uh, and this story, they do not have mothers. Their mothers are birth mothers, and they are random people who get who get artificially insemin inseminized. I think that's the word. And they have children because of that, and they give them to families that apply to have kids, which is really messed up in some places. So, um, Jonas, he gets in the giver, the giver gives his memories. At first, the memories are happy and joyful, like snow and color, because people, because his people cannot see color. However, he realizes the truth and finds that there's war, famine, hurt, you know, something 
really morbid. And Jonas with the um, and there was a previous receiver. That's the position he gets a receiver named Rosalie. Rosalie. And what she did, she got the memories of the past, and they were violent memories. She asked to commit, or not commit suicide, but she was, but she asked the government if she could die, because they were that bad. And so Jonas could not ask to be released, which is in their people, um, in their people speak, release means to die. So yeah, it's really scary. Overall, it was a really good book. And it's a quartet series, which means there's four books in the series. Uh, so your book, um, how, like, uh, in your book, what was the main plot? Like, like uh, I'm trying to say this, how much have you read your book? Like, how many pages have you read? I've read more, like, just the first chapter. First two chapters. First two chapters. So, from much. that, uh, what do you think is the main plot? It's more of just... How the book is so they burn the books so they're not yeah it's similar to that but so um what I'm trying to say is is it placed in the future in the past or like what is it it's like it depends on how you're reading it okay if you're reading it in a past tense it's 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 more of past tense definitely but it's definitely more present like a first person view it's a first person view it's definitely present, but it's focused on the past as well. So what are some rules and laws that are in your dystopian society? Do you agree or disagree with them? Well, the one law in society is that you cannot have love. Or like, well, no, what should I say is, like love somebody else. well, there really isn't love, because in one of the texts, um, Jonas asks his dad, Dad, do you love me? And his dad was like, his dad laughs a bit and he says, no, the word is, are you fond of me? And yes, I, I'm very fond of you. And the same thing in the movie. In the, I saw the movie and his dad did not say, I love you, son. He said, yeah, um, Jonas, he, he actually rebukes his son and says, Jonas, don't do that. And which is really weird, considering that you're supposed to love your children and say that you love them, but they're not. I mean... Yeah, and, uh, yeah. That's kind of similar to mine, but the only big law in this book is how they burn. It's just, they burn, how they burning books. You have to do that. Not really have to do that. No, they don't have to do that, I'm sorry. That's something they do. As any books, burn down to the ground. If you own anything, it's burned down. I'm Kashal, and I'm Dolph. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.